I trade full-time now. Um, I'm a full-time trader, investor, and entrepreneur. The money that my businesses make is not my money. That's the business's money. So that pretty much just goes back into the business. So I'm living just off of the funds that I make from the market. All right. All right. That Nivy, Nivy over, man. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> Welcome back to Unknown and Talented. My name is Jalon Abrams. Today, I have the almighty JT. He's a trading guru. Did I say it right, Zach? Trading guru? Yeah, guru. Guru, okay. <laughs> <laughs> trading guru. Um, I appreciate you being on time, by the way, man. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, appreciate yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a punctual guy, man. <laughs> but, but, so, but how are you, how you doing today? I'm doing good, brother. Feeling good, man. It's getting a little, little chilly outside. I'm actually excited for that. You know, I like the, I like the cold. I'm not, I'm not excited. I hate the cold. I hate the cold. All right, but forget, we ain't talking about the weather. You know it's a bad conversation when it started off the weather, right? They're like, all right, man, yo, let's get <laughs> No, but I brought you here today because you are trading guru, like I said. Right. But you're not only like a trading guru, like super old. Like what, how old are you, by the way? 23 years old. 23 is crazy, man. Like, I feel like I'm a, like I'm 32. So that's the number <laughs> sitting around. Like, this is nuts. Okay, so 23 trading guru. Well, what does it actually mean? Trading guru, so basically means I've been in the stock market for a long time, a few years now, got some experience, got some success, got a track record of proven success. Um, I just know what I'm doing overall in the market and how to make money. Okay, okay. All right. So um, so before we get all in that, because we're going to have enough conversation about that, but I want to talk about you. I want to talk about JT, the almighty JT. First of all, how did you get that name? <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting story. Um. I had made it as my name on Twitter, I think in 2018, 2019 is like a joke, but then it just kind of stuck like a bunch of people liked it and it's just been that way ever since. I thought about changing it a couple of times, but I don't even know what I would change it to right nah, now. You can't change it now. It's, it's <laughs> stuck in stone. It's stuck in stone. Okay. So, so what do you, so let's get more background about you. So you're almighty JT and where are you from? I'm from Lynchburg, Virginia, small dot right there in the middle of Virginia. Okay. And how long you been there? I was there um, from about, I moved there when I was six months old, so I obviously don't remember that. And then I moved out and moved to Charlotte when I was 21 years old. Okay. And then, um, so what's, tell me more about Lynchburg, Virginia. Like, I've never heard of it. I don't know if the audience heard of it. <laughs> Most people haven't. I'm not surprised. Um, like I said, it's a small town. Everybody kind of knows everybody. There's only a couple high schools. Um, just, you know, if you know anything about small town vibes, it's kind of like exactly what you would expect. It's like a cliche, typical small town. Okay, so is it like, okay, so so what did you what did you do? Is like, is it a country town? Like you just pretty much like raising cattle? Or like <laughs> <laughs> no, technically it's, it's it's a city. Technically it's like mixed. Like you got city and then you got um kind of like suburban area. But um, it's, it's not much to talk about, man. Uh, if you if you know anything about Liberty University, that's probably one of the main reasons why people will know Lynchburg. Gotcha. Um, that's kind of it's kind of a college town, basically. Um, so Liberty University pretty much owns the city. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, that's cool. All right. So we want to, we want to get talking about this trading. So explain us exactly what trading is, what the market is. Like if nobody knows it, nothing what we're talking about so far. Yeah. So for me, I trade stock options. So trading is you have trading and you have investing. So investing is when you buy a stock and you pretty much can hold that 
for your entire life. You can hold it until after you pass, pass it on to your kids, your grandkids. You own a piece of that company. You have equity and it's yours to keep. Now, trading is a little bit different because with trading, you're not actually getting equity. You don't have any ownership in the company. You're just buying it and selling it for hopefully a higher price in a shorter time frame. So you can think as think of investing as long term and you think of trading as short term income. Okay. Okay. And um, so why, how'd you get into that? Because a lot of people talk about saving, investing, not a lot of people talk about trading. Yeah. So I actually took a personal finance class in high school. I was 16 years old and that's where I was first introduced to the stock market. They weren't teaching us how to trade, like how to get in and out, how to actually make money. It was more so this is what the stock market is. You know, this is kind of what people do. Um, but for me, that was kind of all I needed to want to study more because I was always interested in money and just the idea of getting rich. And once they introduced us to that and they said, this is where the millionaires make their money, put their money, make their flips. For me, I said, okay, let me start doing a little bit more research on this. So I kind of studied it a little bit. By the time I was 18, I had a little bit of money because I was working at Domino's as a delivery driver. So started putting some money in the market. I was mostly doing long-term investing at the time, just buying shares of companies that I know like Apple, like Nike. But then I got introduced to stock options trading. I had followed um, a few people on Twitter that were talking about it. And I realized that was a way to make faster money in a shorter amount of time. So from there, I said, this is definitely what I want to dive into and just been doing options ever since. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you said 16 years old is when you started like, how? all right, I'm sorry. 16 years old, 16 years old. You said, I want to start like looking into investing. What made, what made you want to do that at 16? Cause at 16, we're still in high school. Right. We're chilling. We know we're just using lunch money to buy stuff, you know, over <laughs> off campus. What made you say, yo, I want to start investing or even take that class. The class was a requirement. actually. What? Yeah. The class was a requirement. It was for like half a semester, I think. And I was never a, a great student. I didn't really get the best grades. I didn't really try my hardest. But when it comes to that personal finance class, I was sitting in the front of the class. I was getting all A's. I was paying attention because I was always just kind of infatuated with money since a young age before 16. I would, you know, flip candy, flip shoes, flip my sneakers and stuff like that growing up. So money just kind of always interested me. I just kind of naturally understood the value of money even if i'm eight years old like on my eighth birthday you know your mom or your grandma they give you five ten dollars most kids want to go to the store and buy some candy or buy some toys i would just put that in my drawer i would just put it away i would just save it up and it's crazy i probably still got money saved up since i was eight years old and i'm 23 now so i can say I'm at 23 i got i probably got money this 15 years old which is crazy but that's just how my mind has always worked so when they introduced us to the stock market, that was just like another level of money that I had never even heard of. So that got my attention instantly. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, me, when I was younger, I was a saver. So I'm putting money in boxes under my bed. All of that stuff. What? Where did this mindset come from? Because it had to come from somebody that you're saying, yo, I'm going to use this money to flip this money. Because right, that's what you're doing now, really, right. with trading. You're flipping money. But now instead of candy... You're doing, you know, options. But where that mindset start of, I guess, eight years old or even when you started flipping that candy? Yeah, I can definitely say shout out to my dad. Um, he's the hardest working man that I've ever seen. I've seen him work jobs, had his own business, go back to school to get degrees. Um, so he definitely instilled that hustler's mentality into me at a young age. Um, 
So I'd have to say that's where it came from, just watching my father work all my life. Yeah, that's crazy. So is it proud of you now that you're actually doing your own thing now? Yeah, yeah, definitely for sure. Um, unfortunately, he passed away um, at the end of last year, but I, I can't say for sure he was proud of me. I know that for a fact now. I'm sorry, man. I didn't know that. No, I appreciate that. All right. Um, so, so get back into to the, the trading the options. Okay. So now you started trading options. So how how successful are you at trading these options? I trade full time now. Um, I'm a full time trader, investor, and entrepreneur. Um, I earn a full time living just off of my trading because I have businesses built around trading. But the way that I see it, the money that my businesses make is not my money. That's the business's money. So that pretty much just goes back into the business. So I'm living just off of the funds that I make from the market. All right. All right. That envy over, man. That's, that's <laughs> crazy. Okay. So 23 years old, you're just trading. Okay. So when did you decide to take that leap? When you say you was a Domino's delivery driver, when did you say, yo, I'm done working? <laughs> it was crazy. I'll never forget it. It was a target earnings place. So every quarter, which is every uh, three months, companies have an earnings report where they have to talk about how they performed last quarter and how they're going to perform over the next quarter. And depending on what they say, the stock can move either up or down a lot. So I was playing a target earnings. It was September of 2019. And I got in calls, which meaning I'll put money on the trade, betting that the stock was going to move up after this earnings trade. And I think target stock jumped like 20%. So I made $5,000 that day. And I was still working at Domino's. I was supposed to go into work in like an hour. Or it was like 10.30 when, uh, or 10, 10.30 when um, Domino's opened. The market opened at 9.30. So I was up $5,000 at 9.30. So after that, I said, I just made $5,000 trading for my phone. And now y'all want me to come into work? I said, no, forget that. I'm a trader now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a trader. Gosh, okay. $5,000 when you walk. Okay. <laughs> okay. $5,000 that day. Did you quit that? You quit that day? I quit that day. Quit that day? I quit that same day. Yeah, I'm, I'm speechless, man. I, quit that same I, day. I, I did research, but I, I, didn't, I didn't know it was like this. Like <laughs> so what is the most amount of money you made in one day? Is is interesting because I know your second question is probably going to be the most amount I lost. And my biggest win and my biggest loss actually came on the same day. So I'll tell you the story. So I was up $40,000. I was trading Tesla stock. I made $40,000 at the open because I was holding it overnight. So when the market opened, I had $40,000 profit. And what I should have did was take that profit and just log out for the day. You made $40,000. But I made the mistake of thinking, okay, well, let me keep going. Let me try to get 50,000, 60,000, 70,000. So I was being a little bit ignorant and I ended up having my biggest loss right after that, which was I lost half of it. So I lost $20,000. So I ended up overall profit for the day was 20,000, but my biggest win and biggest loss happened at pretty much the same time. That's crazy. Okay. So, so how did you learn? So did that teach you that discipline? Like, yo, I can't be doing you know, that anymore. Yeah, exactly. And one thing that I, I can say that I really learned from that situation is that when you're up, you make crazy amounts of money more, and money is relative. So whatever a lot of money is to somebody, because for me, $40,000 is a lot of the time. So whenever you make a lot of money, the best thing that you can do for yourself is log out of your trading account. Because what happens is people get overconfident. They say, oh, I just made all this money. I'm the greatest trader in the world. I know everything. Let me double it again, flip it again, do this, do that. And a lot of times you're just going to end up making stupid mistakes because you're overconfident. So when you get that big win, you should cash out, maybe even pay yourself, transfer some from your trading account to your bank account, 
buy yourself a nice gift, book a vacation, do whatever you want to do to enjoy the money, make it real. But then after that, just log out and don't take any more trades until your emotions have had time to reset. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so how, how do you pay yourself? Cause when people have businesses, some people that don't have businesses, they think, yo, this person made a hundred thousand dollars. Yo, I got a hundred thousand dollars to buy whatever, <laughs> you know? So what do you, so how, how do you balance of the money you, you take in and the money that stays into the business to continue trading? Yeah. So like I said, the money, the money that I make from trading, I consider that my personal funds. So the business, the business makes the business money and that stays within the business. Now, as far as paying myself, you don't want to make a hundred thousand dollars and then transfer out a hundred thousand dollars into your bank account because now you have no more money to trade with. So for me at this point in my trading career, I usually pay myself between 22 or sorry, between 15 to 25%. Um, and I do that either weekly or bi-weekly. So whatever profits I make within the week or within uh, two weeks, I'll transfer 15 to 25% to my personal bank account. And I'll use that to spend, take care of stuff. Um, I'm not really a, a, a big spender these days, so I don't really need much to live or to get by. So I really would just rather keep most of that in a trading account and just let it compound and let it grow. Okay. Okay. I don't, I don't even know why I'm doing this podcast right now. I need to go home and start doing this trading. <laughs> start getting in the trading. This is crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> okay. So you're, you're, like you're, the reason why I call you the guru is because you actually teach people how to do it. So what made you say, you know, I'm making all this money, but now I want to teach people how to, how to make that money. Yeah. So 2020, late 2018, early 2019, that's when I had got really consistent with trading. And I just started sharing my wins on social media, not as a way to market any type of business, but just give away some free game, share what I knew about the markets, show some of my results. And I would always get DMs from people saying, Hey, I see you posting this on social media. Do you have a, a group or a class or a course? I want to learn from you. And Eventually I realized, okay, you know, I'm helping people by giving them this free game, but I can help people to another level if I was to really put something structured together. So late 2019, it was November, 2019. I started a trading community. It's called impact investments. So with impact investments, we do a few things for one. We have resources, step-by-step -step resources. So people can learn how to trade. Even if you don't know anything about the stock market, literally step one or step zero is what is the stock market. We're live trading every day, which is one of the biggest benefits, which means we actually get on calls every morning, myself and some other admins that run the group with me. And we tell people what we're buying, why we're buying it. So they can learn what we're trading. They can learn how to trade from us, see us do it live and have the opportunity to make money with us because of course they can get in with us if they choose to. And we're also teaching classes multiple times per week through zoom so that people can get that hands-on guidance as well. Okay. Wait a minute. You said a lot. You said a lot. So hold on. So when did you, okay. Okay. Wait a minute. So you talked about making it yourself teaching people, having a community, having people to help you out as well. That was a, that was a lot of stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so what was the mindset of first? Let's, let's do it. Let's break yeah, it down. Break it down. Let's break it down. So what was the mindset of first? I want to teach people how to do it, but I want to make money from that. Yeah. So like I said, I was already giving out free game, free information, and some people valued it. A lot of people valued it. And then I would get a lot of DMs and questions. And then I would just you know, me just wanting to help people, being a nice guy, I would always answer DMs and talk to people. But then it got to a point where I'm getting a lot of DMs, I'm getting a lot of questions and it's taking up a lot of my time. So I said, at this point, I need to monetize my time because giving away free game is cool and it's helpful. But when it gets to the point where now I'm sacrificing my time to help people, not just help to help people make money, 
you know, I might give you, I might talk to you in a DM for a, a few minutes or, or a day, a couple of days, and we have a few conversations and you use the information that I told you to make a thousand dollars. So is that not a conversation that you would now be willing to pay for? Of course you would. So once I thought about it that way, I decided, okay, I'm going to go ahead and monetize my time and get paid and get some value out of the time that I'm sacrificing to help people. Guys, he is 23 years old, okay? I just, I just want to make sure y'all know how crazy it sounds. He's 23 years old. When I was 23, I don't know what I was doing, but I wasn't doing what he was doing. <laughs> okay, okay, so now you're making money from people. Now what made you say, I want to start a community? Because that's what's something that a lot of people are like talking about now, like the importance of having a community, the importance of like, you know, getting paid, like going live and doing all that. What made you say, okay, we're making money from y'all. Now I want to start that community. Because I honestly believe that a community is the best way to help people grow as a trader. Because I could have, you know, had a just a standalone course, right? Where I just record myself talking, send it to people, say, hey, watch this, and then that's it. But the market is always changing. The market is always adapting every day. You know, the market moves in cycles, just like um, the uh, seasons move in cycles. So in order to really stay on top of things with the market, you kind of need that guidance daily, weekly, monthly. You need it consistently is the point. So it can't just be, oh, well, I watched this one video two years ago, so now I'm ready to trade today. Like, no, you need that hands-on guidance. So I wanted to have a community where we can stay connected with people. We get people that all have the same goals. They're all looking on or working on moving towards the same place and becoming a successful trader, whether it's full-time, looking to do a part-time, or just looking to make an extra $500 a week, whatever that may be, we can all come together, put our heads together and work together so we can all grow together. And in my opinion, that's the best way to go about helping people when it comes to trading. Man, that's, that's a genius move. So what communities have you joined? Because you started, I don't even know, because right now, 18, 16, I don't even I don't remember anymore. <laughs> but what communities have you joined to be able to, to gain all this knowledge? I know you can have done it by yourself. Well, honestly, one of my biggest mistakes when it came to trading is that I didn't join a community. I didn't take any classes. I didn't do any courses. I was on YouTube and Google kind of self-educating, but the information is not structured when you're when you're just self-educating through youtube because you watch different videos from different people you got a bunch of different teachers like you wouldn't go to college and have 15 different math teachers you have one teacher that gives you a structured plan and structured guidance so i did it successfully through my route but i definitely wouldn't recommend anybody else to do that because self-educating means you're going to learn from your own mistakes and learning from your own mistakes in the market means losing your own money so that's one of the biggest reasons why i do what i do now so i can help people and give them a structured plan this is a step-by-step -step guide of exactly what you need to do to start making money in the market okay now how much money does it cost to join your community it's 49 dollars a month and as of right now as of the time we're making this video there is a seven day free trial, but that'll probably be gone within the next month or so. Oh, say, so you got to drop this soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So $50 a month. Uh, so what's that in a year or like $600 a year. So, so why would I, I know, I know you kind of explained it, but if I'm watching your growth and I see what you're able to do with just YouTube, why would I say, okay, now I'm going to spend $600 or $50 a month with you? Well, why, what makes you, I know, I know why I'm just talking to the audience. <laughs> like what makes you so special that I want to spend $50 a month with you? Yeah. Like I said, it's an investment in yourself because at the end of the day, 
you can try to self-educate, try to watch a bunch of different YouTube videos, try to Google the information. But the biggest thing is you're going to be learning from your own mistakes. So one of the biggest benefits to being in a group where you have people that are experienced, some people have been trading for years, two, three, four, five years. We have people at all different levels, people you can talk to, people you can relate to. One of the biggest things is you, you can learn from our mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes in the market. I'm not trying to say my journey has been perfect. I've lost money. I've lost thousands of dollars. I've blown accounts, especially early on, but now I'm at a point where I trade consistently and I can live off of my trading. So I can give you information that's going to allow you to skip that process of where you're just doing nothing but losing. So you get to expedite your learning process. So you can spend, you know, $50 a month or the few hundred dollars if you want to look at it as a yearly standpoint. But the, the amount of money that you will save from investing in that education and getting that experience is going to make it worth it because without it, you're just going to end up blowing that money in the market regardless. Exactly, guys. So you got to think about it, right? You can go and do it yourself and lose $100 a month. You can do it like this way. You might take the $50 as a loss, but you're going to make way more money by taking the course. So it's, you know, it's, it's easy math. Exactly. Now, I'm not going to lose $100, but I might get that $50, but you're going to help make $1,000. I'm at nine fifty of a win for the month. Exactly. So you know, that's genius. Okay. So now where do where we go? Where are we at in the circle? We're at the you made the money for people you have the community teaching and it was the last step you remember what was your last step um we'll talk about capital flow that's now you okay want to talk let's about talk credit. about let's it let's talk about, about the the, let's talk about the president i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. so you went from impact investors and now as you see on this chart if you're, you're watching you have another business capital flow tell me more about that right so capital flow is a trading software it's an options flow service so what that means is it's actually tracking trades in the stock market from wealthy traders. So your hedge funds, your institutions, your multimillionaires, people that are trading with seven, eight, nine, even nine figures at a time. So that's useful because you can see what they're buying and then you get to do what's called following the smart money. And they call them the smart money because when you're trading with tens or hundreds of millions of dollars, you're not going to be guessing. Uh, you know, someone that's at home at his mom's house that's 18 years old with 20 bucks in a trade, he might just be guessing. But when you're in an office building and you're putting $20 million into a trade, that's not a guess. You have to know something, you have to have some information that the general public doesn't have access to. So you'll be able to see that $20 million trade come in in real time. And then maybe you'll see another trade coming right behind that for the same stock, you know, at $10 million and another one at 5 million, another one at 250,000, another one at 25 million. So that tells you that, okay, there's millions of dollars going into this trade. These people obviously know something that I do not know. So this is a good sign that I should follow it. And you might not have millions of dollars to follow it with, but you can still make that same trade with a hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, a thousand, whatever you do have. And then you're following the smart money. So it's just a way to simplify the trading process. That's genius. That's genius. Okay. So that's a capital flow is an app. It is. Yeah. It's a, it's a website for now. We haven't launched the actual mobile app, but it's, um, it's, it works great on tablet, desktop, mobile, or the website is capitalflow.app. Okay. All right. So you, you created that, you created capital flow to actually watch what the big people are doing to spend their money. But what made you think about that? Cause that's, that's advanced. That's advanced to actually have something that people can log on to, to, to track that. Yeah. So when I created Impact Investments, that was never the end all be all for me. I always knew that I would want to build and expand off of that because I do have a passion for trading. I have a passion for helping people trade. So at the time, I didn't know exactly what it would be, but I knew that Impact was kind of just going to be a stepping stone into something else. 
So then eventually, um, some guys got in the group, actually, some tech guys, people that had background in tech. And I ended up meeting up with them in person. And the conversation just became, how can we use technology to build on top of what's already been created with the trading community? Because now I have a growing trading community. I have an audience on social media that follows me for trading content. And impact investments is kind of for beginners because, you know, we do a lot of beginner education. But it's like, okay, so once we get people from that level of beginner to where they're a pro and they might not need the extra guidance, extra handholding, the extra help, how can we still make the trading process easier for them? So then that's how capital flow came about because we said that. So the ideal process for a customer will be coming to the group you know nothing about the market you can come into the group as a beginner you get that education you get to a point where you're comfortable and confident enough to make trades on your own and once you do that now we've got capital flow that's going to help you find trades easier and not only for the people in the group but just for people that follow me on social media because i have some followers that maybe they're not beginners but they just like following me for trading content so they were probably never going to join the group but they said okay he has capital flow so now i can get tapped in with that so it's just an extension of the first company, pretty much. That's genius. So you, you actually you actually answered the question I asked a while ago, talking about the importance of that community, because you just said you didn't join a community, right? Right. But actually building your own community helped you get capital flow. Exactly. Without that, it, without, so basically you had a business, but without having that community, you wouldn't be able to launch your second business, which is very important. That's kind of cool. Yeah. A lot of the best connections that I have come from the community. Like if I'm looking to hire someone, like say if I wanted to hire someone to do design work for me, I wanted to hire a, a short form video editor or something like that. The first place I'm going to ask is the community. Like, hey, do we have any designers in here? We got any video editors in here? Things like that. If, if, no, if I don't have anybody in there, then I'll go to social media, five or other places like that. But a lot of the work that goes into my businesses, building businesses, whatever, if I need to make connections, I'm tapping in with the group first. Okay. All right. So, and you said the group is $50, right? Right. Hey, I mean, tap in too, man. Yeah, tap in. Hey, <laughs> tap in with us, man. We'll get you right. Okay. So we, we had a conversation before I got you on the podcast saying that you're more of an introvert. You kind of like stay to yourself because that was the reason why you actually started trading because you wanted something that you could be, you know, in home by yourself. But what made you get out that box? And even now you're out here with me. It's the first time we actually met. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, so, so what made you get out that box to be able to talk to people, to connect with, having a community connect with them? What made you get, do that? Yeah. So, you know, if you couldn't tell um, by watching me on this podcast, I am an introvert at heart. I had to work my way up to getting to the point where I'm comfortable doing podcasts or making content or going on Instagram live because it wasn't natural for me at first. And really, I would just say it was a consistency thing for me. Like you can scroll all the way back on my Instagram because I, I, I post content every day now, two, three times a day. But you can scroll back to when I first started posting content and you can see there's a huge difference from when I first started trying to break out of that introvert show to where I'm at now. And I would just say it's a consistency thing. For me, it was just constantly showing up, constantly doing it. Like, how do I get comfortable talking to people? I talk to people. How do I get comfortable doing podcasts, making content? I just do it. It's like, for me, it's like shooting a, shooting a three-point shot in the gym. It's like, you want to be a good three-point shooter, what do you do? You get in the gym and you shoot a thousand threes. So for me, it was just showing up every day, keep doing it, keep doing it until I saw progress and got better. Okay, so get off topic real quick. Talk about shooting three. Do you play basketball? I don't. It's just, okay, I don't okay, know. I just, I just like sport analogies. <laughs> I just like sport analogies, man. You don't want to see me get in there and shoot a three. <laughs> you don't want to see that. <laughs> I'm about to say, I'm like, all right, cool. Okay, so um, so what benefits have you seen um, other than your community of being, you know, more social, especially on social media? Because I've seen you go live 
I still haven't went live, and I talk to people all the time. <laughs> so, so wait, yeah, actually, why do you go live, actually? It's just a way to connect with my audience because, you know, you can post content and they see your videos and they can like it and they can comment. But watching you live, it's a way to connect in real time with your audience. So I just like having those conversations with people, just kind of showing them a more... I guess intimate side of my life because you know the content it might look nice you got all the fancy cameras and this the editing and that but it's like sometimes people just want that raw real experience to be able to connect with you so that's why i like to go live all right so i'm surprisingly i'm actually an introvert as well i don't know how i'm able to fake this <laughs> to make it seem like i'm not but i'm definitely am but the question i have next is being that introvert of like just expanding and talking to people how did you get into now asking people for money Cause I think that's, that's a very hard thing to have a regular conversation with somebody. Oh, that's cool. But now I'm saying, Hey, JT, I got a business. You want to, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. how do you go from just having that regular conversation and now to say, y'all got a business and I want you to invest in my business. Yeah, it's tough. And I think especially in the early stages, you get imposter syndrome. And if you combine imposter syndrome with being an introvert, it's real hard. Um, for me, like I said, I always have people in my DMs for months asking me, Hey, do you have a course? I will pay you to learn from you. And I was like, Nah, like I don't. I didn't want to because I was just so introverted. And I had to realize, like, yo, I really do. And, and like I said, imposter syndrome kicked in, too, because I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'm not good enough. If I take people's money, what if they say I ripped them off and I fail and this, that. But you got to overcome that. And again, with the same as just uh, making content uh, coming out of that shell, it's just a consistency thing. So I said, you know, I had to really look, look inward and say, you know, I am good enough to teach people. I have people wanting to give me money and I'm turning them down. Mm. Like that doesn't even make sense. So I said, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and go for it. I'm going to put, and, and not like a, I could have put something together quick just to get a cash grab, but that was never my goal. I said, I'm going to build a sustainable business. that's going to last for years. It's going to grow and that people are going to like. So I took my time to actually put something good together with impact investments and let people know, you know, at first I started answering DMS cause I didn't really want to market on social media. Cause that was kind of me having to come out of that shell. So at first it was just the people in my DMS and honestly, they started marketing it for me at first because just through word of mouth, they got in there, they got good results. So they start telling their people, their people come in and the cycle just repeats. So that really helped, again, boost my confidence and show me that I am good at what I'm doing. So let me start marketing this online and showing people. Okay, I like that. So what, what other areas of your life has that boost your confidence in? Because for me, doing this podcast, when I went to InvestFest, I was able to talk to a bunch of different people because that's not something I would do. Right. You know, if I'm just went there not as a podcaster, I'm going in, walking out, you know, sitting down and watching everybody. But it built my confidence for being able to have those conversations with random people, not even trying to sell my podcast onto them. So what other areas in your life has that confidence of doing what you're doing now? I would say it boosted my confidence to the point where that's part of the reason why I decided to move out of my hometown. Cause like I said, I'm from a small town. Everybody knows each other. So there's the idea of meeting new people every day doesn't really exist where I'm from. You kind of see the same people all the time. So once I started doing that, that was a confidence booster for me. And I said, yo, I can't move out of my hometown. I can move to a bigger city. And now I'm at, I'm here in Charlotte. I'm networking. I'm traveling. I'm going, I was at InvestFest too, talking to people and. It's just, it's just been amazing because it's opened a lot of doors for me as an introvert that's from a small town because it can be kind of hard to break out of that shell. I know a lot of people have a hard time with it back where I'm from, but again, just showing up consistently, taking that leap of faith and being reminded that I am doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing is opened up endless doors for me now. Okay. Yeah, I love it. Confidence is definitely the most important thing in life. And I've seen that 
with just working out. Do you work out? Yeah, yeah, definitely, okay. man. Man, the gym, the limited, the gym is a confidence booster for real. Okay. The gym is a big confidence booster. Yeah, hey, we can hit the gym then, man. Yeah, let's do it, man. How, how, how many days you be going? I try to go five days a week, okay. but yeah, usually like three to five. Okay, okay. And then how, how much you benching? <laughs> I just threw up, I'm throwing up two twenty five now. I'm I'm proud to say put the got the got the two forty fives on there. I, I hit to I ain't hit that yet. I yeah, hit hey, we'll, hey, we'll get there, man. I, we'll get get there. Yeah. I think my problem is that I don't have a spot. I'm in there by myself. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta get you a spot. You gotta get you a spider. And then when you in there by yourself, it's like I don't be I don't trust people. So yeah, I can't yeah. just ask anybody, hey, go spot me. Like, yeah. I need someone I know in there. So yeah, we'll get in there. Okay, cool, cool. All right. So but back on topic. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> all right. So how does how does your day look as a trader? Because like even now, this is in the middle of the trading day. Because trading day is what, nine thirty to four? Yeah. So, like, right now, this is in the middle. I was kind of like, man, I should have asked him. <laughs> so, so, how does your day look? Because nine thirty four, like, like, what do you, what do you do during the day? Yeah. So, I, I am a trader, but I'm also an entrepreneur. I got different businesses. I got customers. I got um, lawyers and and software developers. So, it, it, oh, it's kind of interesting. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You got lawyers. Hold it, say it again. Say yeah, it again. yeah, yeah. Between lawyers, employees, software developers, trading it. It can get kind of it He's can get kind of hectic. He sometimes. is twenty three. <laughs> he is twenty three. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> yeah. So I can't really say that I have an average day. So I can't give you like my average day because a lot of times it's different. So I can give you what I call my ideal day, like what I would want to happen, but it's not even average because it probably happens less than half the time, maybe like forty percent. So my ideal day. I'm not really an early riser. I wake up around seven, maybe eight o'clock at the absolute latest. Um, and I'm doing my pre-market research, looking at things that are moving across the market, looking at news, looking at things that happen overnight, stuff like that. And when the market opens 9.30, I'm on the call with my group. We're doing our live trading calls. So like I talked about earlier, that's where myself admins, we get on the call, tell people what we're buying, why we're buying, they can trade with us live. That usually goes till about 11, maybe 12 at the latest, kind of depending on what the market gives us because the market is different every day. So I'm on that call from market open till about noon, we'll say. And I try to eat, get a little workout in, um, get on calls with whoever I need to call at the time, whether it's developers, whether it's lawyers. Um, so I try to handle some business calls. And then by then I'll usually check back in the market between like two to three because I'll sometimes we'll do an afternoon session again, depending on what the market looks like. Cause the market is different every day. So my schedule even around the market can't be exactly the same every day. So get on calls or get back in the call, check back in the market. Um, and then at four, try to do some content, either content creation, posting some content on, on all social medias. I'm on all platforms, um, eat some dinner. And then I do a little bit of studying. So lately, the most thing, the thing I've been studying the most is artificial intelligence, AI, because we're looking to incorporate some artificial intelligence into the trading software. So I'm kind of researching that, studying how the best way to go about that is. And then I get on calls with, uh, I do personal calls. So I call my family members, try to call my mom. Uh, sister, grandma, whoever, um, aunt, stuff like that. And then by then, usually I start to wind down because um, I don't like to stay up real late. So by then, it's it's probably between eight and nine. So I'll just wind down, probably just get on YouTube, find something interesting to watch that's still going to at least stimulate my brain in a way because I don't like to turn off my brain and consume mindless content. So I like to have some kind of stimulation. And then um, usually that's it for the day. So again, that's not my average day because that happens like maybe 40 percent of the time but that's my ideal day okay all right um i remember a few years back they had the gamestop amc yeah, yeah, yeah. so you're you're trading every day me i was 
I was in the AMC. I was actually at work at the time. And I remember it went up to like, I was up a thousand dollars. Right. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not pulling out now. Right. And next thing you know, the app was on, uh, what's it called? Robin you want Robin? Yeah. Robin at the yeah, time. Yeah. It froze. And yep. I said, wait a minute. I can't, yep. I, I can't yep. sell. Yep. I can't sell. And then went all the way back down. So what was your experience of being a trader and, you know, doing this daily when the GameStop and um, AMC stuff was going on? That was one of the craziest things I had ever seen. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, it was right after my birthday. So I took like a couple of days off on my birthday. It was my 21st. I was in Mexico and I went from Mexico to Houston. So I was in Houston when that stuff first started happening. Because I, I think I saw it before it kind of caught on to social media. Because if you were in the market, you definitely would have seen it or heard about it. But I was like, they kept saying, GameStop, this. I was like, nah, this is crazy. Like, they're just talking. But then it's, and then the next weekend, that was on a Friday. Then the next week came, GameStop is up. AMC is up. They're going up 20, 30, 40%. I'm like, yo, what the heck? So I said, I'm going to get in this. I got in. I made... 15k trading amc that time in uh 2021 and to be honest with you i felt like that was light because i got in and out that was within the same day if i could have held that for another day another couple of days like i would have made crazy amounts of money so i was like kind of beating myself up about that one but that was probably the craziest thing i've seen in the market hey 15k i'm happy about almost making a thousand <laughs> <laughs> And they, they, I think they just made a movie, a movie about that. It came out this past weekend. Really? Too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, they made a movie already. I yeah. said it's kind of early for that, but yeah, no, it's crazy. I just remember like it was yesterday because like I was at work, I was working in a warehouse at the time, and I was just on my phone because I'm like, whatever we doing. So I'm on my phone like, all right, all right, but you made 15k. <laughs> That's crazy. So that was just AMC, not GameStop. No, nah, I didn't even touch GameStop. Yeah, I just yeah. got. I was just strictly AMC. Damn, that's crazy. Okay, okay, all right. I think let me let me take let me take let me take let me take. Okay, yeah. So other question. So now you're making all of this money, right? You're making fifteen thousand in a day, twenty-five, twenty in a day. I know a lot of people are trying to come at you with, you know, oh, I got this opportunity. I got I got this. You know, even me, I got a podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so 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 how how do you keep like like um stay steady on the vision and not get distracted with so many people trying to join your circle? Yeah, there's, there's things that come across my desk a lot. Um, for one, I, f I like to think that I have a pretty good judgment on people so I can tell when something is genuine. Like with Capital Flow, that was technically somebody coming to me like, hey, let's build a, a training software. You know, I could have said no, um, but I knew it was a good opportunity. I, I recognized the advantages. So, you know, that's something that I'm going to accept. A lot of stuff I can, I can just kind of be a good judge of character and say, you know, this person is not genuine, you know, whatever I've turned down going on podcasts. Um, you know, I like you, I definitely feel like you're a genuine guy. So wanted to come on here, but a lot of it comes down to just being around people. Like if I can be around someone, have a conversation with them, get to connect with them, I can pretty much instantly tell whether or not I want to work with that person. And it's, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's just about being a good judge of character. That's good. And I appreciate that, man. I'm definitely enjoying this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. I had one more question. I'm trying to think. I'm trying, oh, perfect question. Yes. So you making money out here? I got. You know what I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a pocket watch. I'm doing alright. I'm, I'm a pocket right. watch. But you are, right. you are making money out here. But, right. but how do you balance, especially just thinking about the market from 4:30 to I mean 9:30 to 4? How do you balance that and also like having a personal life out of that? Because you're saying before the market, you're doing research. After the market closes, you're doing research. How do you balance that? Because me, before you go, I'm going to talk about me. So for me, I have, you know, this podcast, I have to do research on you at the time. 
you know, I got to edit, I got to, you know, get more guests on and actually record it. So it's definitely hard for me to balance all of that. So that's why I try to make sure to ask my guests, what is, what is your secret? Yeah. So one thing I can say that helps me balance between trading, business, personal, et cetera, is one thing I had to do with the market is I actually had to scale down, which means I'm putting less money into my trades. So I can honestly say um, it's been a while since I had a 20K day, 25K day. And that's intentional because the amount of money that it takes to make 25K in a day, I'm not putting that money into the market at this time because it's going to take up more mental space. Like putting $5,000 into a trade versus putting $50,000 into a trade, it, it, it requires a different level of or a different type of mental capacity. So now I've kind of scaled down to the point where I'm not making 15K, 20K, et cetera. You know, right now I'm trying to do between one to three K a day. And what that allows me to do is have more mental capacity to handle my businesses, to help more people make money. Honestly, if I was just trading by myself and I didn't have multiple businesses around trading, I'd probably still be making 25K a day or 20K a day. Mm. But I had to scale down in order to grow the businesses because like I said, now, as soon as I get out of the market, I got to get on business calls. I got to talk to people. I got to go and, you know, come do your podcast. I got to do all type of different stuff. Yeah. So for me, if I, if I put 50 K in a trade and then say, now I lose 20 K, right. Cause like, I talked about losing 20 K I'm going to be kind of mentally drained at that point to the point where I'm like, yo, I don't want to go come and do this podcast. I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to do this, but I don't want to work. So I, I, I only allow myself to put the amount of money in the market where I'm still going to be able to function and handle everything else for today. So scaling back really helped me this year. No, I, I like that because the thing about it, you're not just putting all your eggs in one basket because you can if you're making 25000 a day. OK, I could try to do it again. But like you said, the market is going to go up and down. So having, you know, I got to remember impact investors, capital flow, having those different businesses is definitely cool. But where do you think you where do you think you'll go next? Because outside of investing like businesses, what do you think um, is, is your next um, thing for you? So, yeah, my I, I do have a passion for entrepreneurship and outside of like building businesses because we build capital flow from the ground up um i'll probably say that's i can't say no I'll never say never but as of right now i don't see myself building another business from the ground up mm -hmm. um what i really want to do is just be able to help other startups um get off the ground so being in capital flows now got me into the tech space specifically fintech which is financial technology so that's an app or a website that helps people make money manage money track money things like that so being in the fintech space i met a lot of dope people a lot of people have great ideas genius ideas really um i can't talk about them on here because they're not mine to share mm -hmm. um but the reason their ideas haven't come to reality yet a lot of times just because of uh, resources and they lack the network so one thing i want to be able to do as i grow in the fintech space is to be able to leverage my resources and leverage my network to help other people get their businesses off the ground um so i can see myself doing that in the near future i got an idea man you got a shark tank bro <laughs> <laughs> You got your people yeah, sitting down. Shark tank it. Let's get it. We're shark. I just I just sit there in the chair. You tell me what you need, how much, boom, it's a good idea, cool, boom, boom. Listen. Give me my little cut. Cause building it off the ground is hard. Yeah, I got you. I got the hey, it's recording. So if he thinks about it, I need what? 10%? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nah, but I definitely appreciate you coming down to sit down with me. Um, is there any last thing you want to tell the audience you could talk about 
anything. Talk about basketball if you want. Whatever you want to talk <laughs> about. Uh, what's the last thing you want to tell this audience? Uh, no, nah, I will just say if you're interested in, in learning how to trade, maybe you're a beginner, you don't know much about the stock market. Right now in my group, we just started a six-week course. It's called Intro to Options. So at the time of this video, we're recording uh, week two. Um, but, you know, we loop it every six weeks so that's something new so again if you can know zero about the stock market zero about options trading so that's uh the latest value add that we've added to the group um every week we have a different class and by the end of the six weeks the idea is that you will now be comfortable and confident enough to successfully trade on your own so that's something that you can tap in with us at impact investments i appreciate it the almighty jt Man, appreciate you. Let everybody know all the websites. I'm going to put in there, but just, just in case they're lazy. But we got the Capital Flow, Impact Investments. Yeah, yeah. So follow me on all platforms. Um, it's at the Almighty JT. Um, Instagram is probably where I post the most. Uh, so that's going to be the best place to get in contact with me. If you want to ask me something, you got questions, just shoot me a DM. I get back to everybody. Um, and then the link is in my bio. That's going to give you access to Capital Flow and Impact Investments. Perfect. Again, appreciate you coming on. Yeah, great conversation, oh, brother. Glad you enjoyed it. My name is Jalon Abrams, Almighty JT, unknown and talented. See you next week.